Welcome to the Disciple Henson Podcast. My name is PK, currently serving as a pastoral assistant at Henson. As you could tell, your normal host, Dan Gus Schreiner, is not here. He's currently away for preaching camp in Chicago, so continue to pray for him. In the meantime, you get me, and I'll be casting pods with Jeff Leibert. He's currently serving as a lay elder here at Henson, and we're going to be talking about why you should give to the church. Stay tuned. Listen well, and I hope you're encouraged and edified. We have a special guest in the house. We have Jeff Leibert. He is my elder. He is my pastor. And tell us about yourself, Jeff. Thanks, PK. Great to hang out. Well, I've been at Henson, well, my whole life. Uh, let's see. So I was, my mom was actually born here. I've got my wife, Mary serves in the church, teaching and doing other service. Three kids, oldest is going into high school. So that's a a new stage of life. Excited for that. I've served as the deacon of benevolence and currently been an elder for a year and a half. Privileged to serve this congregation. Awesome. And Jeff, uh, I brought you onto the podcast here as a guest host because Dan is in Chicago right now. And I just wanted to uh, pick your brain a little bit on just the topic about giving money. Because in Bible days, you'd be kind of like Matthew, right? The tax collector. Yeah. I, I have this the fortunate job that I have of working with people's taxes, which might sound boring and it can be. But one of the, the fun things I get to do is I get to talk to people about money all day. I get to find out what makes them tick, where they want that money to go, what they value. And I can see that in the church too. What does, how does money matter to us? Great. And so Jeff, on the Disciple Henson podcast, we want to be talking about things that will help disciple us. So with that, is this giving money thing a biblical idea? T- tell us more, like from scripture, where, where do we get this idea of giving money? Well, PK, we can look at it one of two ways. We can think of it from the, from, from the straight scripture and say, well, does scripture tell me to do it? Well, yeah, it tells you to do it. It says here that, that you should give your money, that you should, on the first day of the week, set aside money to give to the church. Okay, great. So we know there's a command right there. And what passage is that, Jeff? First Corinthians 16, 2. Great. So we know there's a command. But does that, it doesn't necessarily pull at our heart. So we want to go a little bit deeper and think, what does all the scripture say about what we're going to do with our money? And I always like to go first, right to the biggest idea of mm-hmm. money. Everything belongs to God. Everything. Your time, your family, your money. Psalm 24, 1, the earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants belong to the Lord. And once we can meditate on that and we can think about that, then we start to think, well, what do I, where do I want my money to go? And why? So just two ideas. One, it's for our own good to, to give money to the church. Uh, Matthew 6 says, store up your, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it says right there also that you want to do that because those are treasures that last. So we want to do it for our own good because where we want to give our money, it tells us about what our hearts are. But we also do it for the glory of God. Because it's the church is the purpose of the church is to show off God and his radiance. And the church in a world like this uses that money to teach the world, to show the world 
how the glories of God. Jeff, that's so that's so helpful in terms of uh, the money we give and how we value money reveals our hearts. Uh, it's almost like a litmus test uh, or maybe even like a thermometer of how we spend money, how we give. Um, if we're in debt, they, that might reveal our hearts. Uh, can you speak a little bit more into just, yeah, like how that reveals what you treasure, how how we give and how we spend money reveals our treasure? Yeah. And I think we all can think back to a time where we can remember how that worked. It could be Christmas when your grandma gives you that hundred dollar check. What, what do you think of first? Do you, do you rush to Amazon to think, okay, what, what was on my wish list that I was just dying to get? Or are you thinking, oh, hey, I know those missionaries. I know those Sylvester's they're heading out soon. They could, they could use that money. Where's your first, where are your first thoughts going when you get that raise at work? Are you thinking, oh, you know what? I, I haven't been giving quite enough. I can up that. Or you're thinking, finally, finally, I get that boat or that new car. Every time we have money in our pocket, we're, we're thinking, what do we want that money to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeff, you are just convicting me right now by the spirit. Oh, my goodness. So... Um, you know, you've talked a little bit about the uh, why that there's biblical precedence for giving, um, but who do I give to? I mean, there's charities. I mean, I work at Providence Portland. Here I work on church staff. So like, where, where do we give our money to? Like, there's a lot of good things out there. So why the church? Why the church? Great question. I, I think we can think of it in terms of proximity. That, that's one way of thinking about it. So scripture actually says, take care of your family. So if you've, when you go out and you work and you get, you've got that money, you're going to make sure your kids are fed. They've got a roof over them. What's your next circle? Well, for most of us, it's this family, it's this church. Mm. So when I want to take care of my family, I'm going to take care of this family. And that means making sure the pastors can feed their family and have roofs over their head, that we have a building that has heat and electricity so that we can come and meet on Sunday mornings. And finally, and once we get outside of that circle, well, then we start to get to Providence. We start to get to the homeless in Portland. We start to see those that are outside of our most immediate circles. It's great to help them. But, we, but our ultimate goal is the glory of God, which is going to be displayed in the local church. Mm. And we want to give there first because that's where God is seen. Yeah. And Matthew, uh, I believe Matthew 16 also talks about how the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And so I love uh, what Michael, uh, Michael Lawrence uh, says about giving is like, give to a budget worth uh, giving to. And um, yeah, if, if the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, then that is so worth it uh, that uh, we should give ourselves to the gospel ministry in our, in our finances. Uh, that's good. So we have our budget meeting coming up uh, in our congregational meeting in uh, July, and we're voting on the budget for the upcoming year. And so just help us think through uh, how we are to, you know, kind of grow in this uh, area of giving financially. You know, we're coming out of COVID, so just jobs are coming back. Uh, finances are probably coming back in the economy. So, yeah, help us think through just like the how, the practical. How do I do this? How do I start? Well, the first thing is to think about, as we talked about earlier, think about your own heart. Think about whether or not you are a joyful giver. Paul says you are to be a joyful giver. If you're not ready to give your money with a, with an, 
uh, upright heart with, with joy for God, then you need to consider where you're at. What is it that's holding you back from being ready and willing to give? Once you start to work through that, meditate on that, look at the budget. Look at where, what's, what's the bottom line of what you have ready for the church. And I would say when you set, set aside to start budgeting, budget for the church first. Before you do anything else, budget for the church. After that, you've got taxes, you've got a house, you've got food. But if you're budgeting everything else first, uh, I can understand how at the end of the day, you don't find much for, for God because there's so many things in this world pulling for our money. So as you're starting to budget, the, the next thing I would do is I would start to own this church's budget. And, and the reason I say that is it was just a couple months ago, my own heart was convicted as I sat in an elder meeting and shout out to Mark Wickham, but he spoke some words that just, it changed my own mindset to my money and giving. For me, giving was, it was good. It was something I did because scripture told me, you know, make sure you set aside some money, give to the church, but I never owned what the church did with that money. And Mark Wickham was so excited to put a budget in front of this congregation. And I was sitting there thinking like, why, are, why is he excited about a budget? And he was just so excited for the vision of this church. Well, I think Mark Wickham might be very excited about Excel sheets too, right? <laughs> so I'm not fully sure <laughs> if everybody has that personality. We've all got our own thing. So, so I sat there and I listened to his excitement and I thought, yeah, we should be excited for, for the workers we're sending overseas. We should be excited for bringing on new staff like PK. And all of a sudden I started to be more excited about my own giving. My own heart was, I was excited to open up that, that checkbook to give more money. Yeah, Jeff, what you're alluding to, I think is just uh, that the money that we give is actually not at the end of the day, the, the dollar amount, but what we're using it and investing. Uh, you know, it's, there's a relational element to our giving. You know, are we investing in people? Are we investing in uh, the good gospel ministry of sending the Sylvester's off uh, to get the gospel to the ends of the earth? Um, so that is that is very fascinating that uh, you're just helping me and discipling me and just how to think about money uh, and not just the dollar amount. So that's really helpful. Um, any resources or recommendations that has helped you just think about giving more or helpful that's been helpful to align your thinking? Well, even just in preparation today, I just picked up a, a very short, very easy read. How short is this? How short? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. And how big is this book? I mean, 30 little pages. Wow. Okay. So, and what's the uh, book title and author? Why Should I Give to My Church from da Jamie Dunlop. And it really just, it speaks to the heart and it speaks to the, the, the why to give to the church and how to give. And actually, the part that I, it's funny, you go to the very back, it's got a, a sample budget mm. and it looks at everything that might be in your budget and tells you, and gives you a verse reference as to why that budget item is for God's glory. Mm. And it's so, I think that's such the important thing of when we think about money. Yeah, we're talking about giving today. But when I think about money, we're thinking about, and, and many of you will have heard this term, give every dollar a purpose. Mm. And every dollar the purpose is to glorify god for what end so as you're looking at your own budget as you're thinking about money how are you glorifying god with your vacation with the new clothes you bought everything's to god's glory how and to that end uh jeff do you have any encouragements for hinson 
in our endeavors to give to the glory of God, any encouragement or exhortations that you want to give, this is the time. <laughs> this is your this is your pastor's comments right here. That you know, Michael Lawrence always does this at the end of the congregational meeting. Jeff Liber, do you have any uh, comments here? Just a couple things that you know I had thought about before, and just we hadn't gotten to. One is giving to the church. It should hurt a little bit. There should be some sacrifice. And for each of us, that's going to look different. As I was trying to imagine what that might look like, I, I was thinking when you're sitting in your house and you look around at your neighbors, do you have everything they have? Are you actually keeping up with the Joneses? Because if you are keeping up, maybe there's something you should be pulling back on to give to God. We don't want to look like everybody else around us. And the second thing is I was thinking of a story. This was from when I was younger and, and, and I was thinking about my money. This was when I was first, first had a job and I was in my twenties and, and I was, I didn't give money to the church cause I thought, okay, I'm going to save it for next year so I can get some tax benefits. Well, okay. Most of us aren't going to think that way. And that same year I thought, you know, I'm going to ask this good friend of mine, Mormon friend, respected the guy, knew he loved God, maybe not the same God, but he loved God. And I said, Hey, are you going to give your 10% before or after taxes? I was wow. thinking, I'm going to test him. And he, he beat me. He said, if you have to ask that question, there's not much point in giving. If your heart is trying to pinch pennies and figure out which dollars God gets and which ones you get to keep, maybe you're not in the right place to give. And I think that's something for us to think about is all of our dollars should be going to God in one way or another. If you're trying to pinch pennies, consider which way, why you're pinching those pennies and why you're not giving them to God. Wow. And that's, uh, that's it folks. Uh, Jeff Libert, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for coming in to the, uh, the podcast room, casting pods with, uh, PK here. And so with that, thanks for coming, Jeff. Thanks PK. Great to hang out. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. This is the after credits. So I'm just going to do a lightning round. What I mean by that is I'm just going to ask Jeff Leibert really a lot of questions, real fast, and quick answers. So Jeff, what is your favorite book of all time? Oh, PK, you, you have to come back to that one. Oh, the Bible. All right, the Bible. <laughs> Next, what should the Trailblazers do in this offseason? Trade CJ for Simon Simmons. Oh, that. Ooh, you sure about that? All right, um... Next, uh, what is your favorite uh, restaurant in Portland? Stark Street Pizza. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you like to do on your downtime? Other than hang out with family, I like to run outdoors. We're halfway in uh, uh, 2021. Uh, what do you have planned for the next half? We've got a, a camping trip coming up here soon. We're going to get up to the Wallalas in Idaho. And I'm looking forward to what the rest of the year brings. No plans yet. What are ways that the church can connect with you? Connect with me. Call me. Email me. I'm not great at always reaching out, but I love it. If somebody else, if somebody wants to call me and say, hey, do you want to get coffee? Just give me a time, give me a place, I'll be there. How do you keep your beard so good? Well, if you ask my wife, she'll tell you it's uh, YouTube videos. They help. And a little bit of beard oil. 
Well, if you're still here with us, uh, we're so glad that you could uh, listen to uh, Jeff Leiber. Just a little fun facts for him. So uh, until next time, see ya.